I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to I'll Have What She's Having, a food and drink podcast from me, Sophie Wybird. And me, Hannah Crosby. Every week, Sophie and I sit down to dinner. She makes a dish, I pair a wine, and we put the world to rights. This week, we pair cardamom creme brulee with a sparkling rosé from Langham Estate. And we talk Doctor Who stunning, Neanderthal voice coaching, and a victory for women everywhere with our guest, painter Frankie Thorpe. Frankie, could you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? I am Frankie and I'm a painter based in East London. Uh, and yeah, I paint mainly cocktails and fruit and sometimes boobs. Yeah. All the good things. All the good things. <laughs> so many of my favourite things. Yeah. Cocktails, fruit and boobs is is my forte. But I guess sort of um, mainly still life painting, kind of like a modern take on the the more traditional Still life painting. Listener, they are really nice painters. <laughs> Go and check gorgeous. them out. I'm obsessed. Very colourful, very fun, you know, sort of playful. And what have you been up to recently, Frankie? I hear you've just got back from a nice holiday. I have. I got back from sunny, tropical Sweden. Oh, wow. <laughs> Is it proper midsummer, it, never gets dark vibe? Yeah, it did right look now. quite sunny. It was, we were so lucky with the weather, um, but we were literally in the middle of nowhere and I was saying to Hannah, I was making a lot of midsummer jokes the first day we arrived. <laughs> and then I felt like that's probably slightly inappropriate, uh, to, uh, sort of a bit rude to our hosts. But it was, it literally was. There was barns. They had like the, because um, they had literally midsummer a month ago and they had like the burnt out, the cross that they they sort of, they do burn as, as part of the, like, the ceremony. Quite spooky that that's still there. Yeah. 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 And you know, like, you know. There was lots of jokes about, well, who's going to be put on the bear skin and burn alive, you know. So, but, oh my God, it was absolutely stunning. We swam in the lake every day, bathed oh. in the lake with environmentally friendly soap. Mind just bring it get, get that in there. Uh, but it was, it was so lovely. I tried five different types of pickled herring. Did you know that there were that many? I uh, didn't know. No. I know about the dill ones and just yeah, the vinegary ones. There was but... one. There was one that was like a sort of. I want to say like a Dijonie mustard and it was quite mm. funny. I was like scooping in to take it and uh, one of the guys was like, no, 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 you, you've missed a big chunk of pickled herring there. <laughs> sort of like scooped back here. I was like, oh yeah, how could I miss that? <laughs> yes. Which was your favourite type of pickled herring? I think the, it was actually the most most pickly one it had sort of like strings of like sort of onion and it, it, it kind of to me that's how I envision pickled herring some mm, of yeah. them look more like mayonnaises or kind of like creamy which imagine that sort of you know juxtaposition of creamy with fish I just in a jar mm. yeah I hear you I hear Do you know you. I, I think I want it to be a bit lighter yeah like when it's more like a relish that was what I was had in mind oh is that all you were eating well, we had, what else did we have? We, oh, smoked, smoked salmon and smoked haddock. Smoked, any smoked kind of fish is big. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then, oh, and then the last night we had Swedish tacos, 
which Ooh. basically is apparently it's very traditional there of a Friday evening that that's like a family they have Swedish tacos that's like a thing they do and we what actually do they have, have in the tacos is it, is it pickled herring it's not pickled herring oh, okay. it's quite <laughs> to be honest it's quite simple it's just it's basically like minced meat with a kind of loads of seasoning and stuff and then you have just all the like the usual like guacamole and sort of um, love that what's yeah, Swedish so, about that well nothing really <laughs> just I was that like, people in Sweden love it but they love it apparently that's like Friday night you know mm. the comparison was that you know you get KFC maybe as a kid growing up as a mm. treat on a Friday they <clears throat> have Swedish tacos yeah. love that amazing Frank I'm so so happy you're on this podcast because so for full disclosure listeners me and Frank have met many times yes this is the first time that Sophie and yes, Frank have met I know, I know. I'm, I'm so stoked I've been an admirer for a long time so I'm very Likewise, excited though. to actually Likewise. be in the room as you I know so exciting so exciting and like we were, oh yeah first guest we need someone who's got good crack I was like I know somebody who's got <laughs> good crack <laughs> oh god who's vaguely down. involved in the food scene and yeah. I think that because when me and Frank first met I think it was like a lot of my friendships these days are an Instagram friendship, yes, first yes, born same. online on the app. I think who slid into his DMs. You slid into no. Yes. I think oh. you slid into mine. I think do you know what it was. I think you very kindly shared a piece of my work on your stories as a kind of like check yes. this out. Um, but and then I think we didn't, and that was quite early on. I want to say last year, and yeah. then we didn't, and then I think you slid into my DMs a bit later, being like, "Would you be interested in working together?" Yeah, it sort of yeah. So then. We met yeah. up at Shoreditch House. Oh, classic. I know, because it's so Wankers. classic. At that time, you were a member and I wasn't. That was before I was like a complete yeah. total I was still wanker. working in my sort of regular day job and I'd snuck out of the office. I did, yes. I did that a lot towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, no really, shame. I'm not sure they're going to do fire me. You know, it's just like, I'm sure they're not listening. No. But like, when I met, when I was going to meet you, and I've told you this before, like, I had an idea of like what Frank was going to be like. And like, you know, when you, when you assume you make an ass of you, you and me but I was like oh okay like selling art to like upper middle class mums like she's like this amazing colourful vibrant artist like you see like a lot of these insta artists and they're like oh girls I love, I love yeah. painting fruit it's and I was like very full on expecting to meet someone that I was going to do like an event with and then like we would have a good working relationship and then, you were like the last person I expected to meet but I was so happy about yeah, it yeah no it's, it's, it's funny isn't it how Instagram like I've, same as like we've met each other I've met loads of people via Instagram and yeah. I think you, you tell that to people that maybe just aren't that active or don't use Instagram as like their sort of main day-to-day you know business and they find it quite strange yeah they're like you met on Instagram it's so crucial for work networking so in is. all of our jobs I think mm-hmm. it really is we didn't meet on Instagram but we definitely nurtured a relationship through Instagram we actually met post. in real life I know it's I so refreshing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no I think I really do I've I've met lots of artists and the thing is like being an artist it can be quite like a lonely profession mm-hmm. and I think it's so important to be part to feel part of a community and I think through lockdown, there was lots of like chatting in the DMs, kind of like, you know, we did probably yeah, early yeah, on. Yeah. Um, but then to actually meet up in real life and then just have a good old moan and just slag everyone off. <laughs> um, it's joking, so much what work really. relationships are, but it though, is, isn't it's it? Just, you just need to know that someone has got the same problems as you. And yeah. that, that's what I realise is just you meet, you, and then you, they say, so you think, yes, that is exactly how I mm. feel. And it's just, you know, it's so reassuring. I think... So I think Instagram is good for that. Yeah, 100%. And Frankie, you worked in finance? Yeah, like, I've done a bit of everything that. over the years. Yeah. But I think when you, yeah, the last, I was working in sort of financial services, which is actually absurd because I'm just, <laughs> I am numerically challenged. <laughs> Let's say. Uh, we, yeah, I, it's just, it's one of those things. I just sort of fell into it. I mean, I, my, I did study uh, illustration at uni and it just did not work out. I, you know, it was lots of sort of internships and uh, trying to do a bit of freelance after uni and it, it just nothing ever really came to fruition. And it, I just I really thought I was never going to be creative ever again. It's, oh, yeah, no. I really do. That's why I just, you know, even like today when I met you, I was like, oh, I'm really stressed. I just have to pinch myself and say, at least you're not working in an office anymore. It's yeah. like, you know, it's. I just feel actually really privileged to be able to do what I love because um, mm. I've I've been in a position where I haven't and you know done done office jobs that I really really hate. <laughs> <laughs> it is really hard to carve out the path as a creative really in a is. way that works for you. But I definitely have the same thing as you, where 
some days I'm like, I can't believe someone's paying me to do that. Uh, it is, isn't it's it? It's crazy. It's mad. Like, I can't believe people are, like, buying my work. It's just, like, it. it the, the novelty never wears off. It really yeah, doesn't. I can imagine. It's, it's, and, you know, like, as well, like, I mean, it, it, Instagram did change the game. I mean, without Instagram, I would not have sold a single piece of work, which sounds dramatic, but I wouldn't have. It's, like... It just blows my mind that I get complete strangers like sliding into my DMs asking about commissions and, you know, what have you got available? And like, it's just people just do that now. Like five years ago, I don't think people were. Yeah, like back in the day, like before social media, like you would have had to like shell out lots of money to do a show that people might have come to. Like that's the thing. And, you know, I think free advertising. Yeah. And people get very upset about, you know, Instagram and what it's doing now. And but what people have to remember is it's it is well, kind of free, depending on how you use it. But like for such a long time, that was the only platform you had to get your work out there. Yeah, 100%. You know. Can you see yourself transitioning into doing reels to get on the algorithm? (laughs) Well, do painting reels. Honestly, mate, I might have to. It's just mad. It's just, you know, I can see a lot of people getting upset. I mean, touch wood. It's, you know, I've seen a lot of artists doing like sponsored posts and stuff like that. And I do I don't blame them because you can feel at the minute completely just unseen and like, uh, you know, the only thing I, I touch wood, I'm touching all the wood at the minute, is that my, <laughs> there's the a lot of wood in this house. There's a lot of wood in here. Uh, this, my sales seem to sort of the, still be there. So I haven't felt the need to do it, you know. So, do you get approached by brands to do things like that? Well, kind of, yeah. There's, I mean, I've there's a few like things that people, that people get in touch. I mean, there's something that I'm kind of working on at the minute. I'm not going to say too much because I just, it's still in like the early days. I yeah, don't want to yeah, like yeah. jinx it, but like, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, Instagram, I've every, I think every opportunity that's landed in my lap has come via DM. Mm. Like, and that's just mad, isn't it? Like, it's amazing. You know, make room for the boys. Like, can you Oh please, yeah, Frank is you... also very single, oh, ready to mingle. I knew you were going to bring that up. So if anyone, <laughs> if any of the 20% of our male listeners are listening and thinking, oh, I like her Sweet. voice. Is it only 20%? Shit, I wouldn't have come on if it was that little. <laughs> I'm sure you said at least 80. That's why I'm here. Lads, if you want Frankie to come back, you're going to have to start listening. Yeah. Spread the words to your, to your male friends, please. Yeah. yeah, every review is one letter of a DM we will send to her <laughs> on your behalf. I think it might be some time for some food and drink now, yeah. right? I think so as well. Right. Ready? I think we're ready to rock. Oh, we could do some serious, like, ASMR. ASMR yeah. Oh, my God, it is really solid. Yeah. Right, uh, listen, I'm going to give you a clue as to, well, you heard it in the intro. <laughs> Here's the sound of the creme brulee that we're going to be eating. I'll do it as well. Yeah. Oh, that's a good old crack, isn't it? Nice girl band here. I know. Oh, should we all give it a whack? Yeah. Three, two, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, so if this looks amazing. I actually, it's, creme brulee is one of those things where you don't know what the texture's like until you dig into it. So, I mean, I think who you, bloody knows? I think you've nailed it. Oh, and these ramekins are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, they're so cute. Listeners, they've got like mm. little pimento olives on cocktail sticks and little blackcurrants, blackberries as well. So, these were my great aunt's little ramekins. Mm. They're super cute. Oh, great aunt Sylvia. Do you know what? It's actually got a bit too hot under the grill, but. Still tastes nice. <laughs> so good. It's so it's very scandy actually, the cardamom. Mm, mm. Yeah. And Han, what are we drinking with the creme uh, brulee? I'm glad you asked. Before, I get, <laughs> before <laughs> I get carried away. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm glad you fucking asked. So today we are drinking a bottle, another bottle of fizz. It's been a very fizz-heavy series, and I am not complaining. No, no. So the lovely folks from Langham, which are an English winery, very kindly sent us over this bottle of sparkling non-vintage rosé. So it's a blend of like the classic kind of English sparkling champagne varieties. So Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, Pinot Meunier. But this is 46% Pinot Noir, which is why, as you will see, it has this gorgeous pink hue. Mm. We've got like, I mean, like, I love pairing fizz with desserts. This has kind of got like lovely aromas of, um, I think I saw like Marmite on the tasting note. And I was yeah. like, okay, I guess we'll see what they mean. But kind of lovely notes of rhubarb, custards, like a really great dessert pairing wine. Because, um, yeah, dessert wines don't always have to be sweet. I mean, I think that's the thing that our parents did and like I still do from time to time. 
I love a sparkling with a dessert. 100%. Yeah, definitely. I agree. As soon as you said rhubarb, I knew that I wanted to do something custody, which is mm, why we've got yes. the creme brulee. And yeah, I've just infused the cream with some cardamom just right. to get it a little bit You're spicy so before we. not going to fly off. Oh. Do you get cork anxiety? I do, majorly. Yeah, I do as and well. Woo! Wee! Do you know what? Since that guy who was on Love Island days ago lost his eye. Oh my God, don't. Yeah. Flying cork in a nightclub in Ibiza. Uh, literally. It's one of my really irrational fears that <laughs> that is going to happen. Go. Amazing. It's a beautiful colour, isn't it? It's it almost is. like, it's not like Provence rose no, colour. It's, it's like it's a not. deep orangey pink. Right, so Salmon. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. I'm I mean, like, to reach you to cheers. After cheers, Ham instead. Cheers, girls. Clink. Cheers in the air. Thanks for having Amazing. me. Amazing. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm going to see if this is rhubarb in custody as we planned. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so good. I'm really happy with that. That is bloody lovely. Oh, lovely. It's kind of got this lovely palate cleansing effect. It does have really champagne-y flavours compared mm-hmm. to other sparkling wines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Such yeah. richness. So we've got a lot to talk about this week, but I want to start off with a bombshell. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I... I I came into like, the recording area, studio, living room, shall we say, and I said, I've got a big bit of news, but I'm going to wait until we're sat down. It's not like I'm, I'm not pregnant or anything. It's just like a big bit I was of waiting news. for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was out last night with my friend Polly, and uh, we were kind of like talking, and she said, oh, yeah, my aunt's like a, kind of like a famous actress. I said, oh, is there anything that she's been in? And she said, well... Yeah, she's kind of like been on a lot of things, but like her big role, like her big role, you wouldn't recognize her for. And I said, oh, how come? She said, oh, she's Poe from Teletubbies. No. What the hell? Yeah. No, you're friends with Poe's niece. Yes. Oh my God, po. I can't. Wait, just Poe is the red one, right? Poe's the red one. The smallest one. With yeah. the scooter, with the scooter. With the scooter, so yeah. 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 I was always Lala when I was a kid See, to my sisters. I'm a probably a few years older than you both, but I d- had a younger sister who was obsessed and I, I I did used to watch it even though it was far beyond my sort <laughs> of years. Are you trying years. to tell me you're too sophisticated I for Teletubbies? I watched the Teletubbies all right and I was probably about eight. I admit hmm. it. But, no you know, one's too old for Teletubbies. No too old, but I do remember them all. I do. Apparently when it first came out, my mum told me this, um, she was at university when it first came out, so it was only a few years before she had me. But apparently like Teletubbies was like a big thing at university. Like students like loved they watching probably it. Watched it stoned. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably why. <laughs> it's probably good stoner cinema. Do either of you remember that you used to be able to buy Teletubby food at the yes, supermarket? Yes, the Teletubby, Teletubby toast. toast. Obs- and obsessed so with that. good. My grandpa used to buy it for me when I went to yes. stay with my grandparents. Yes, it was basically. I guess they were kind of like crumpety. They mm-hmm. were. Do you know what? What they were like the perfect balance of like sweetness, yeah, like a sweetness and savory. God, I remember it. They were far delicious. Too well. I do not remember this. Yes. And I think you know what I think probably happened. I think my parents probably like stood in front of it so that I wouldn't ask for it. <laughs> yeah, it seems like the kind of thing that they would do. Hide it from the baby. Hide it from Hide the baby from because the baby. they knew as soon as I saw it, be like, I have to have it. Then we do done. not have spare money to spend on your childhood frivolities. I can't mm. believe that you have a connection to Poe. Yeah. What else has Poe starred in? So Poe's been in a few things. Poe has, well, I, I don't actually know her actual name, What's so I'm name? so sorry. <laughs> yes, sorry. sorry. I'm really sorry that we're calling you Poe. Um, po. She's been in like a Bridget Jones movie. <gasps> oh. She's been in a fair few things. I've watched I've watched all the Bridget Jones films many, many times. Many, many mm. times. But I'd say career highlight is probably Poe. probably Poe, po, isn't it? It's gotta be. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Gotta be. Do you remember well, when they took Tinky Winky off like air in America because they thought he was too gay? No, really? Because mm-hmm. he had a handbag. Because he oh, had a outrageous. handbag. I mean, nowadays that would be well and truly celebrated, I'd like to think. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, do you remember Nunu? Naughty mm. Nunu. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> Nunu. I remember Nunu always used to clean up after them. Mm. And, and and still the the tubby custard. Tubby God, custard. I remember this way too much. They sold tubby custard as well, but I mean that was just strawberry yogurt. I think that wasn't as great as no. the, the tubby toast. The toast was the iconic bit. It really was. Yeah. You know, for someone who supposedly didn't watch an episode of Teletubbies, you've got quite an extensive knowledge there, Frank. I know. I I think because I was that bit older, maybe I, I'm pretty sure my it sister was about two, and I I would have been. I must have been about eight. Yeah. Mm. Not. I have this with the tweenies. My younger sister exactly loved the, the tweenies. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And yeah, I must have been like eight. Yeah. Just kind of watching tweenies outside yeah. my eye. 
Mm. Milo from the Tweenie is quite fit. <laughs> I've seen this on TikTok. Like there's no. been doing the rounds. Yes. 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 The purple one. Yes. Right? Yes. Sexy. And then someone someone made a TikTok about like a joke about what was like the one of the like the the kind of the people that works in the like they looked after the kids, I don't know, like mm. the old the older guy, whatever he was. I thought it was oh, a nursery, Max. wasn't it? Yeah. I'm calling Ma- it no, Uncle Max. Uncle, Uncle Max. Max. Oh. And someone was like, oh, like calling him daddy or something. I was just like, no. <laughs> I mean, that's better than me calling a puppet of a child. Yeah, sexy. I mean it's all a bit. I take all of this back <laughs> he's not sexy he's clearly a nursery but he's also probably paid by a 35 year old failing actor true and I think I was like yeah seven or eight when I had the hots for him so oh, really mm. who's to say I used to be really afraid because you know how they had those little skits in the Teletubbies of um like there was the little bay peep one and all the sheep like went up to become clouds there was also like a little skit in between where there was like a big wooden lion oh. that used to freak the shit out of yeah. me, apparently. I really didn't like it. So I have a question. Is there anything that on TV that really freaks you out as a kid that you remember being absolutely terrified of? Ooh, I don't think on TV, but I have a really vivid memory of being taken to the circus on Peckham Rye when I was three, Zippo Circus. Oh, so trendy. Yeah. Well, I lived around the corner, didn't I? <laughs> oh, proper, it was less proper, trendy then. Proper Peckham night. Yeah, I was born in Essie for. Mm. But um, went to this circus and my young, well, one of my sisters was a baby and was sat on my mum's lap. And the clown came off the stage and into the crowd, <gasps> took the baby, <gasps> put her on the floor no. and sat on my mum's lap. And I could not stop screaming and my dad had to take me home. So I was like, this isn't funny. No. This is not fucking oh funny. Oh my God, yeah, that isn't funny. Did your parents think it was hilarious? Well, yeah, the clown took the baby and everyone else was laughing and I did not think that was funny. No. Oh, the baby, which baby was it? It was baby Phoebe. Baby Phoebe! Baby. She, was a, she was a ginger as well. She was did a really she... ginger baby. Oh. <laughs> the clown was like, it's one of me. I was yeah. going to say, it's <laughs> one of my own. She's joined the circus. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Phoebe being in the circus is kind of like a cool, sexy, like, knife thrower. Yeah, cool girl at the circus. Yeah. I can see it. Maybe yeah. that's in your future, Phoebes. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but what about you, Frank? I think the one that sticks out the most is probably the Goonies. You oh, know, that yeah, the kind creepy, of... I remember creepy. probably watching that very young and I kept sort of running to my mum and be like, huh, he's funny, isn't he, that that weird-looking man? And she was like, you, you don't have to watch it. If, you, if it's scary, you turn it off. I was like, no, 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 I'm going to watch it. You know that, that, that kind of like... Yeah, it's like, I've got to keep going. I've got to keep going. You really freak me out. And even even like as the show gets on, they obviously... Breath, I can't even... What's he called? He's like, I've never hey, seen you the guys. I've never I can't seen what his name is. I've not seen it for years. He does look pretty hideous bless him but he kind of befriends the kids towards the end of the film and helps them you know escape the baddies but Mm. he does he was pretty terrifying Mm. i remember not being able to sleep for about three months after seeing the weeping angels episode of doctor who oh god yeah no that was really really creepy that was I was so terrified. A lot of Doctor Who of that era was very that, scary. Yeah, I think it was like when it first made a comeback and it was mm. massive then, wasn't it? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. That, those first the Christopher Eccleston What about years. the, are you my mummy? Oh, oh no! No, I hate that one. Oh no. I, I actually have a very vivid memory of sleeping in the bath because the bathroom was closer to my parents' room <laughs> than my own room <laughs> after that episode. And my parents were like, I was like, I want to watch that because it was a two-parter because they'd have one two-parter. This is going to be a recurring thing on the podcast. I'm a massive Doctor Who stan. Oh, I did not know nerd. this until right now, but it makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it because I'm a massive sado? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I am like a massive Doctor Who stan. This is like a recurring theme. Like so well written, so amazing. Like all went to shit when Stephen Moffat took over because then he started writing Sherlock and Sherlock became good and he neglected Doctor Who. Like At what a point sad was older that? child. Was that Matt Smith years? Uh, Matt Smith. First season of Matt Smith was really that good. That was good. And then it went a bit downhill. I think, yeah, I think I stopped end. watching it in the Matt Smith years. The so David Tennant years. Oh, my God. The David Tennant years. Those, he's my doctor. He's my doctor. Those episodes were just so well written. They were so well crafted. You can tell that Russell T. Davies wrote them. Did and you? The Rose your, and the Doctor. I was just going to say. Did you cry your eyes out? So much when she gets stuck in the other oh. universe. I've got goosebumps. I literally oh, had goosebumps yeah. thinking about it. It was so well written. But someone made a really good point on a tweet is that like Russell T. Davies' Eero Doctor Who was an adult show trying to be a show for kids. 
Yeah. And then Stephen Moffat was a kid's show trying to be a show for adults. I think that is mm. it. That is exactly it. But the monsters were so... I mean, you watch it back and you're like, fucking hell, this oh CGI God. was so bad. But everyone was so horny. Yeah. In like the first two seasons of Doctor Who. That episode with Captain Jack, filth. He, Such filth. What happened? Well, I don't Captain know. Jack was just always trying to shag everyone. He was, he? He was the bisexual, like, oh. kind of like, sky pirate. Oh, it was, um, what's his face? Oh, it turned out to be the face of Bo. Do you remember that? Spoilers, guys. Sorry, I hope no one is watching Doctor Who for the first time. <laughs> Rose is stuck in another universe and Captain Jack is the face of Bo. Oh, you're yeah. going to get complaints. Captain Jack Harkness. John Barrowman. John Barrowman. John plays Barrowman, him. yeah. He's cancelled now, isn't he? Because apparently, apparently he was a bit gropey. He yeah, said I've it was only that. a joke, but... Oh, no. Oh, that dear. doesn't wash these days. Just own it. You've got to fucking own it. No. But like the amount that they would pack into... I remember them being like an hour long, but they're only like half an hour. Like the amount really? of like a very intense, like very sad psychological themes they would pack, like the back in time, like being zapped back in time by the weeping angels and then seeing your friend one minute and receiving, I'm, I'm actually getting shivers now, like, <laughs> the next, like seeing your friend one you. minute yeah, and then the next minute receiving a letter from her grandson, oh my God, I'm getting it again, receiving a letter <laughs> from her grandson being like my grandmother's like your friend, she's been dead for 10 years. I was like, what the <laughs> Oh no, I've got goosebumps again now. It's happening. Oh, it's going to keep passing them around. Should we just become a Doctor Who podcast? I think we might have to. God, I mean, scrap the wine. The, I da- mean, the David Tennant years expli- exclusively. Explicitly also. We could do an episode um, per, per podcast. Yeah. My, my, so, some of my sisters say that my dad has David Tennant energy. Oh, and that's he, pretty hot. Big D energy. Yeah, Except he doesn't look very much like him. They've got a similar energy, though. It's Although, the, like, skinny dude yeah. with the converse. Although, sorry, David the... Tennant or David Tennant as Doctor Who David energy. Tennant as Doctor Who. Yeah, I was going to say, I think David Tennant in IRL is just a bit... He seems like a nice guy. He's got loads kids. He married his daughter on the show. Yes, he married um, Georgia... Georgia Moffat. Georgia Moffat. Yeah. <sighs> whose dad was one of the old doctors. He was, like, the sixth doctor. Did not know that. Mm. Yeah, but my dad this met David Tennant behind the scenes. <gasps> uh, my dad went to a recording of Have I Got News For You, where David Tennant was the guest host. And he went backstage afterwards oh my to God. meet him. And he said, my daughter said, I look like you. And apparently David Tennant looks so horrifying. <laughs> 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 there's a really cute picture oh, of them no. together. Oh, Loves oh, it. Sorry. Loves oh, it. It's not amazing. Good. And that, like, David Tennant was such a fucking great actor. Some people are like, oh, he was a bit hammy. That episode, the two-parter again, where he had to pretend he had to have his memory wiped and he was human at the school and Martha had to like look after him and then I he fell in love. Martha. And then he Martha, fell in yes. love with someone else and Martha had to watch it happen, but he didn't know he was a doctor. And then at the end of the two-parter, spoiler alert, he, John Smith has to die and he doesn't know that the doctor's actually real. And like David Tent is acting John Smith dying to become the doctor and it's just oh my oh it's so good it's so good goosebumps again (laughs) speak of nostalgic Mm -hmm. watching we watched Princess Diaries <laughs> 2 the other day oh, and okay. it absolutely bangs. We watched Princess Diaries 1 the Does previous it week. It really holds up. Good. Really? Um, but I had one gripe with it which is Fat Louie, her cat, oh, yes, is not fat. Uh, it's your classic 2000s unrealistic body standards uh, have gone so far yeah. that they've cast a skinny cat That's as Fat outrageous. Louie and they're fat shaming him. It's ludicrous. No, don't worry. When Fat Louie does like a weird pose, he gets tummy rolls and then it becomes body positivity uh, Okay, content. gotcha. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely bananas. I hate that body positivity content because you can only kind of have like a before and after like that yeah, if you are skinny. There was a lot of that at one point, wasn't there? Mm, on yeah. Instagram. I've not noticed it so much, but I, I think it had the right intentions. It, 100%. I just think it just got a bit performative. It's just like 100%. very skinny people and just kind of jumping on yeah, a movement that wasn't exactly. made for them. Just for clout, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, which is but yeah. dead silly. I never, I've read the Princess Diaries books. I never saw the film. Oh my God, Hannah, you're in for a treat. Am I? So I recently watched the first, okay. you know, on my, making the most of my Disney Plus yeah, know, subscription. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Fantastic. What were your thoughts? Loved it. And I remember, and it obviously prompted me to watch the second. And I thought, nah, that I don't remember it being good. But it's, na- it's less good than number one. Yeah. I'll be honest but with you. But now I think mm-hmm. I might go away and watch right. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Recommend. Just yet yeah, avert your eyes. With Is she Fat still Louis. with the guy? Well, don't, do you know what? Don't, I'm going to, it will be surprised. I'm not going <laughs> to. All will be revealed. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I'm just going to go and watch it. There's oh. a Hollywood actor who appears. Oh. Is it Julie Andrews? <laughs> Apart from Julie Andrews, obviously, who is, is everyone's favourite. 
You know, Anne Hathaway was also 18 when she did The Princess Diaries. No. Such a spring chicken. Oh, bless her. I mean, she does look great. She's always looked amazing. I'm also really glad that I feel feel like the internet has come back from its Anne Hathaway hatred. I'm just going to say that I wasn't imagining that. There was a time when it was, everyone seemed to hate her It was cool to just say you hated Anne Hathaway. Yeah, I don't know why. Do you know what? I just think it was just jealousy. They're jealous because she's talented and beautiful. beautiful. She can sing, she can act. She seems like a wholesome, nice lady. Yeah. Yeah. Who's she married to? She's married and has kids, but I don't know who. I, like, I want to say he's like a ballet dancer. I, I, he's something. A belly dancer. Yeah, a I belly dancer. A belly dancer. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got Instagram that page. Body body it and body body. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Beat me to it. I feel like it. they they live a quite a nice kind of quiet life away from press yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we don't even know what he does. She is married to a man called Adam Shulman. And he's not a ballet dancer. I don't know where I got that from. Not a ballet Natalie dancer. Natalie husband's ballet dancer. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because she met him on The Black Swan. Oh, I didn't know that. He is a producer. Oh. Slash actor. He's acted in five things and he's produced Anything one thing. Good? And he's been given thanks in another thing. <laughs> <laughs> is he just, is he, is he a house husband? Maybe. I'm sure Anne Hathaway deserves a house husband. Yeah. Honest. She's a busy lady. Yeah. I mean, she, she won an Oscar, didn't she? Oh. She did for Les Mis, yeah. didn't she? He's a jewellery designer. Oh. He's a multifaceted man. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very, very good. Nine years and two children later. Oh, oh, they look really happy together. Yeah. Oh, he looks nice. She's doing a smile with the tongue. That's how you know it's real. Oh, is that is that is that a thing? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so they cute. do look cute. Um, oh yeah, now that I've got my phone out, I wanted to remind you of this video that I is one of my favorite videos. This is gonna be another recurring <laughs> theme on the podcast, me just showing people videos. Um that I showed someone and then they reminded me that I showed it. I was like, fuck yeah, that video exists, but I haven't seen it for a really long time. So it's um, like a very worthy BBC4 documentary. And you know how they have these historical programs and they get experts in to weigh in on like, oh, what might this person have been like? They do it for like Neanderthal caveman and this um, woman who is like a speech coach at like the, is it the RCA, the acting one? Yeah. They get this speech coach who analyzes um, like a 3D printing of, oh, this is such a long word explanation, but I promise you it's so worth it. She analyzes this 3D printout of a um, vocal cords and then works with this actor to get him to like sound like what a Neanderthal might sound like. So I will do it this way, <laughs> but also we'll crank it up so that the microphone can hear it. This is so good. And Patsy Rodenberg has just been given the newly created vocal tracks. Oh, goodness, that's, um, that's very interesting. <laughs> this is a human. This is a human throat. This is a Neanderthal, and it's very squat. Probably the voice would be higher. So, Elliot, <coughs> let's try male human voice, count over three. One, two, three. Just pitch up your voice. One, two, three. <laughs> now, we might have an idea that a, a macho sound is low, but that might be very useful, but it gets even more complex. There's <laughs> <laughs> a broken man. As well as his vocal tract, our Neanderthal's strange shape would also have affected his voice. His deep rib cage, a large and heavy skull, and most of all, a huge nasal cavity. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just add a bit of nasal now. One, two, three. <laughs> now, the other thing that would be happening, which would actually increase that quality, is a very heavy skull that seems to pull down into the throat there. Now, add to that the fact that they had a fantastic chest, which is a support system of breath, which can produce enormous chest resonance and tremendous power. So I imagine that they wouldn't have subtle sounds. It would be loud, very loud, or very, very loud. And we can try and get that by, I'm now going to engage Elliot by <laughs> pushing to me. This is actually getting him right into his body. Now speak. <laughs> now let's make a sound. Just let's make a huge R. <laughs> and again. Oh, oh. <laughs> honestly, 
It's like a sketch. Why does it just seem like it's a sketch? No, I can't believe that's real. No, it's real. Poor Elliot. He was really trying, bless him. Funnily <laughs> enough, you can't find any information about Elliot online. I think he's erased all kind of like oh. acting features. Or maybe he changed his name. Or maybe Elliot was never his maybe, real name. Maybe it was an alias. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll put that up online for you all to save her. <laughs> that was incredible. Oh my God, that was a very, very happy two minutes. What, um, what else has been happening? What else have you been watching? Well, I guess the most important thing that we all would have watched this week is the Lioness's <gasps> big win of at course. the year. So big. Where did you guys watch it? Well, I was in Sweden. Did you, you watch it from Sweden? Yeah, we did. With Amazing. Swedish sort of uh, commentary, but it was, you knew what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it was a vicious game. Oh my God. That, that referee. Know? Oh my God. I was calling her every name under the sun. Oh, I yeah. was. She, Same. but, well, I mean. And the sun was up. Yeah. 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 The sun, the sun was, was up of, until 2 a.m. Yeah. In Sweden. Yeah. Well, yeah, almost. Yeah. Mm. But, um, it was incredible. I got really emotional. Did you? Yeah. After we won, I kept tearing up. Yeah, I kept did trying to like, go back into my eyes. I know, because oh. I was with a group of people and a lot of them were Swedish. I mean, they, they, they were all cheering us on. Bearing in mind, we'd beat them in the semi-finals. Oh, yeah, So they were being very gracious. But, I love that. Um, yeah, I was I was quite emotional. Oh. It's just, I feel, I feel really excited about it, but it's also kind of bittersweet that... I feel like there was a lot of support for it, but still less support than there would have yes. been oh, 100%. Should, should we have won the men's Euros finals. And I just still feel like we've got quite a long way to go in terms of supporting women's sport mm-hmm. and women in loads of other areas. To yeah, be yeah, just probably. in general. <laughs> just, just in general. They were such an impressive bunch of women and they were so gracious. And all the videos of them afterwards having the time of their lives. I know, yeah. bless Chloe them. Kelly, I want to be her best friend. I just want to yeah. give them all a big hug. Yeah. Like, I, I just really do. I'm just so proud of them. Yeah. But, you know, going back to what you were saying about, you know, we've got a long way to go. I think I think we have come a long way, though. Definitely. I mean, yeah. The fact that we were even watching it. I mean, and also... It was on TV. You know, yeah. the number of, you know, lads that I know that were watching it and really yeah. getting into it. And mm. I feel like... Maybe five years ago, that wouldn't. It was there was still not. this thing of like, oh, it's just girls playing football. I've kept a mental checklist of all the men that shared their victory yeah. photo. Like, yeah. yeah, you're a good guy. Yeah, yeah. good boys. Although I, mm, some of it could be quite performative. Again, mm. yes. I, I would like yes. to see like real yes. commitment yes. to change in yes. that space, but also in all spaces to make it mm-hmm. yeah. safer and happier yeah, and more successful for women. I would like to like see a graph. I'm sure the graph could exist. Should I hack Instagram? But a graph kind of comparing the correlation to men sharing photos of like the lioness's victory and men sharing photos oh, for Amber yeah. Heard. Yes. Ah. I reckon there's a correlation. Yeah. Misogynists versus yeah. Yeah. supporters Absolutely. and allies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you're onto something there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, the other important thing that we feel strongly about that we want to talk about today yes. is the new Beyonce album, <gasps> which I want to start off by saying it's filled with fucking bangers. Club bangers. It's so good. So it's got good. that real like Harlem ballroom voguing scene vibe to it, mm-hmm. which is such a vibe. Um, but there's obviously been a lot of controversy around it yes. this week as well. First off, from the ableist slur that's had to be removed. Didn't it happen to Lizzo as well recently? It did happen to Lizzo as well. Really? Which is, I mean, people, some people in the States are saying that that word, which I'm obviously not going to say, but you know what I'm talking about, um, holds very different meaning in A-A-V-E, mm-hmm. which is African-American vernacular English, mm-hmm. where it doesn't have... It's not a slur. It doesn't have that offensive connotation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I would argue that if you're releasing something on a global scale where it does have that connotation, and if Lizzo has already had that backlash a few weeks yeah. prior, then surely you'd be quite on... You know that that's how the world's going to react to yeah, it. Why definitely. would you not just get ahead of yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I don't just... know what you guys think about that. I don't know whether it's just a UK thing. I think it's Europe in general. Yeah. Well, because it derives from... from uh, the other spastic, which is a medical word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I reckon even in AAV, I can't speak today. Even in AAVE, it must derive from that in some capacity. I like. I kind of doubt that it's an entirely separate. Yeah, because it means noise. erratic movement, doesn't it? Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which I seems just, like it is derived from the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I just think. I just think it would have been best to just not. Just if, if in doubt, just don't. And yeah. I just think that, as you said, they've already happened with Lizo. Like, you just, 
Why, you know, why, why, why would you bother? I love Lizo. I want, I want to call her Lizo now. Is it Lizo? It's Lizo. I like Lizo. 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 All right, but it was just yeah, showing my it. grandma over here, like, <laughs> Lizo. Oh my God, that reminds me of Jake Hall. Oh, oh no. God. Whenever I see Frankie, she mentions this. So I was talking about Jake Hall, the rapper. And I said, like, oh, you've heard of. I was like, who? It's like Jake Hall. Like J. Cole? I don't think I know who J. Cole is, to be fair. Oh, J. Cole. Yes, exactly. It's the same thing. She J. literally Cole. was saying it for like 10 minutes. And I was like, am I just that out of touch? It's, it's the Scottish accent. It's the Scottish accent. I was accent. like, J. Cole? Who's J. Cole? I know. She, so, so Cole. J. Cole. It's Jake Hall. J. And I was like, oh, it just suddenly clicked. And I, I was literally, I was like, God, I really thought, I thought I was, you know, down with my... <laughs> I was like thinking, she doesn't mean Jack Harlow. I know Jack Harlow. Like, I was just like <laughs> literally like, going through... What's happening to me? I was like, who these, you know, and then it suddenly dawned on me, but... um. So it's 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 like Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo yeah, I think Lizzo. I, yeah, Lizzo. But yeah, surely that thing comes out. You see all the international backlash. Yeah, just, you know I don't, that's in your song. Yeah. Just ditch it. Yeah. But what's with the Kelly stuff? She's accusing her of nicking. So, so she's interpolated part of Milkshake in the end of one of the songs. Yes. Yes. And has credited Pharrell and another guy who was a producer on the song, <gasps> but was never it was never run past Kelly. Right. Which. In fairness to Beyonce, <laughs> oh, I'm sure she's listening. Surely, Kalise wouldn't have been the one who did the production of that beat. She would have just done the lyrics. But is it the probably would have been a courtesy? What? It wasn't the lyrics that were interpolated. It was just a beat. Mm, okay. So I kind of don't entirely know what Kalise no, is kicking I, off about. I watched the video and I didn't really get w- what she meant if I'm honest because she called out Pharrell as well. Yeah. But she was sort of saying she kind of it shifts from it is Beyonce's problem and then she says but it's not even Beyonce's problem this is just the music industry in general. She, yeah. goes, she goes on a bit of a rant. I kind of hear that. And I get I, I think it's her, her beef is with it in general maybe artists not being credited properly but for sure i'll be honest i think the tracking question i listened to and i couldn't hear it no i really was listening and I really, really hard and i feel it. like i've got quite a good ear for that yeah. stuff. no i did exactly the I'm same i'm amazed that she could hear it so i was really struggling you know wasn't there something recent <laughs> it's like with... a dog whistle that only she <laughs> yeah. can hear she's like it's milkshake you i know, must baby. go to the yard <laughs> i feel a sudden pull to the yard <laughs> No, there's like there's so much music being made. The chances are that there's going to be a track that sounds a little bit similar. Yeah. I think perhaps the wider point that she's trying to make is that, that it's the men and not I her. I think maybe that's what it yeah, was. I, think, I hear that. I think it wasn't so much. It sounded like it was more just maybe women not getting credited correctly, mm. But, mm. Um, which is obviously really shitty. And yeah. maybe just as a courtesy, Pharrell could have dropped her a line saying, "Yeah." Beyonce's going to interplay part of Milkshake. Yeah. Just to let you know, so she just didn't hear no, it when everyone else yeah. did, just you know. Just so you know. Yeah. By the way, your ex is coming tonight and they've got a new boyfriend. Uh, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> Han, you've had a very big week, aside from all this news. Yeah. You have... You're in the newspaper today. I'm in the newspaper today. Um, it was really nice, listeners, when I came in and I had newspaper. Um, <laughs> Sophie and Frank kind of lined me up with their phones. Like two very proud aunties. Oh yeah, very like always. Yeah, I'm part of a um, wide article in the Reveler and Evening Standard. So if you are picking up the newspaper on Wednesday the third, Wednesday the third of August, and you have an Evening Standard, flip flip through it. You might you might see a little face you don't recognise because this is the podcast. Um, so <laughs> if you're listening to this on Friday, go to your recycling bin. Yes, <laughs> take it out of the bin. Get me out of the bin. Get me out of the bin. It's dark in here. Um, there's so it's four recipes: one from Chef the Ninth, one from the guys at Acme Fire Cult, one from Smokestack, and one from the lovely Rahel Stephanie Spoons, um, who. We saw the other day, and Spoon is also, incidentally, the only uh, word my boyfriend can say in a Scottish accent. So, fun facts. But yeah. Spoon. Uh, spoon. 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 How are our spoons? Go on. Uh, spoon. Spoon. You're more Glaswegian. You're more like Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. You're more, oh. you're more chaffy than me. So that- <laughs> <laughs> I've never even been to Glasgow. Oh, my God. I'm going <laughs> Gonna get people writing in. Oh, I wish she's sucking off Glasgow for. Oh, it's fun. I'll do, I'll, yeah, this is now a Glasgow hate podcast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's yeah. a Glasgow hate Doctor Who podcast. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I love you, Ouija's. 
Um, but yeah, and then I'm at the back peering for one of them, which was pretty nice little assignment to do. It was very last minute. Um, and yeah, I think it's a really nice piece. And then also, thanks for asking, there was a, um, <laughs> there was a few billboards around London for a campaign that I'm doing with Sussex Modern who like represent, um, different vineyards and different cultural institutions in Sussex and I did a little bit of a thing for them. So like some little like mini documentaries are going to come out in the coming weeks. So if you see them, leave a like and a comment so that they hire me again. So hey. clear. It look, it I'm really excited. It yeah, really I'm really good. excited. You also look so I was fit. Say, you look so fit, mate. In oh, the clips, you look so really fit. fit. <laughs> Round of applause. I don't... Well done for looking fit. Thank you. <laughs> I don't... I honestly don't look fit in all of it and some of them like, oh, okay, I'm not going to get all fit no, in about no. it. But <laughs> there is one scene where I'm just like, I look like... I don't even know what I look like. You know what I do look like? It looks like I've been filming for eight hours. That I just look a little bit tired, but um, no, it is really good. And they did the guys at Forest Studio did an amazing job. But yeah, so I really want to commission Frank to do a painting because currently over um, our bed is a photograph of my boyfriend. Uh, let me explain because that sounds really weird because um, it's a house that we both share together. Uh, he doesn't just have it. It's, it's from like an art project a while ago. And it's not obvious that it's him. Ah. And it's um very, but I was thinking like it's, it's a very ominous photo and it's very, I'll show you guys. I think I need to see this. Yeah, it's yeah, a very I'll ominous photo. But I was thinking like it would be like such a vibe shift if it just got replaced by like some colourful oranges and some tits. Just get oranges and that's my speciality. I don't know oranges if I mentioned that, but yeah, yeah. Why did you decide to pivot to tits do you know what it because you know, sex sells hannah that is <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't we True. know it sophie don't um, we know but it? also you know i think <laughs> i think i just i was sort of painting i was painting like the fruit and the cocktails for a bit i think i just i get quite bored of the subject matter quite quickly and i was like i want to start painting figuratively like people yeah. And bodies and women's bodies are obviously much nicer to look at than men. Absolutely. Your bipanic like, is showing Frankie. My eyes, I do this. I taught you that word. I'm you so, taught, Frankie taught me the word uh, by the phrase bipanic. Like probably a good eight years older than Hannah. And, you know, I'm just quite quite proud that I taught you that 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 phrase bipanic. But yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, I just I just like I like painting boobies. As a heterosexual woman, I completely agree that women's bodies are just nicer. Just nicer. Mm. Just so, so much, much nicer. nicer in every way. Yeah. There's a really good Phil Wang bit where he talks about how the genitals look like they're made. So, like, <laughs> vaginas look like they're made in Switzerland by a chocolatier. And he's like, <laughs> I'm doing, like, a little gesture with my hand. Like, no, like, very beautiful. Oh. And they're, like, all crafted out of chocolate. And they look amazing. Whereas penises look like they've been made in a Victorian factory by seven-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like on a conveyor belt like mm, mm, mm. oh that's brilliant that's a brilliant which analogy. I think is a pretty I good way it. of putting it what do you think is next on your list of that's things a, to paint it's a good question so you've done cocktails you've done fruit you're on to boobs yeah who's after boobs what's what's next is it dick it, well no <laughs> they don't look very nice they don't I'm sorry mm. I don't think a painting of a dick would look great I don't think I think the majority of, well, I don't know if your audience is mostly women or people who buy mm. stuff. Do you know what? I think it is, I think it's mostly women and mostly women um, occasionally. Do you know what I do get a lot of is guys reaching out for birthday presents for them. Nice, love that. Like Good halves, guys. Uh, engagement gifts. Oh. Um, yeah, anniversaries, like that sort of thing. Love which is, that. I had a, a really nice guy. Um, I can't. I can't say who it is because maybe he hasn't given it to her yet, but probably met him through Hannah vicariously. I, 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 I feel like, well, basically he comes to the studio and picks up this piece for his girlfriend. I'm sure he's given it to her by now. But yeah, it was like, works in the, in the um, mm. restaurant industry. That's I'm not so going to say just in case he hasn't given it to her yet. Oh, okay. Well, you okay. just don't know. Do you, know? you can tell us afterwards. I'll fine. tell you after. So dicks aren't coming next. No, I don't know. Actually, no, I be. think. Well, so, oh, plug moment. I've got um, a solo show coming up. Ooh. Yay! This is I have so to get cool. it in there. So that is very much fruit and veg and kind of the, it's called Secret Garden. Amazing. And it's kind of like a celebration of like British 
like garden maybe like late summer indian summer like mm. beautiful sort of, um, lots of tomatoes i love painting tomatoes yeah what about yeah what are yeah what are your favorite things to do besides tomatoes because yeah, i, I can understand tomatoes. where that comes from like the bold colors the lovely pleasing yeah, round I, shapes you know, it's funny it's like occasionally i'll get a commission and they'll be like they'll they'll be very specific and then what they want and recently i had one they, they wanted um prawns in there and i was like i've never painted prawns and i think there's certain things i avoid because i think they might look a bit ugly so yeah. I always paint like very like round, like like oranges, uh, tomatoes, lemons. I just think they're very sort yeah. of nice shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, I think my prawns come out quite well. So I, you know, it's like, of, I think I would agree my with you. Prawns, I think my prawns. But um, where yeah. is the show and when? Oh yeah, I'm not very good at this party malarkey, am I? <laughs> uh, you've got to guess. Uh, <laughs> no, it's actually it's all the way in Newquay, so it's actually quite amazing. Far away. Shout but, out to our Newquay listeners. Yeah, if like, anyone's on their West summer country. holidays down there, great. <laughs> it's in Newquay. It's, uh, it's a beautiful gallery called North Coast Asylum. It's like this. It's in this uh, like converted church. It's absolutely stunning. So oh. I'm very excited. Um, oh. But yeah, it's my first my first solo. So. Oh. It's quite a big deal, actually. Oh, Best so of luck. It's so you. exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, would you say that there's anything that you flat out wouldn't paint? Or is there anything you've been asked oh, to paint and yes. you said no? I can tell you loads of things that I've been asked. Uh, 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 pet commissions. Really? Because yeah, I wouldn't look at your art and be like, oh, you know what I want her to do? A living, breathing animal that she's never done before. Yeah. Well, actually, funny for you saying about what do you paint notes, I have started painting animals to some extent. I've like done like some very sort of quirky looking dogs and sort of, you oh, know, like you did like little Alsatian and, oh, yeah, and and things. Yeah, peacocks yeah. and stuff like that. I can't even remember what I painted. But like, yeah, but I normally like work them into like a vase. So they're like, they're not actually the physical thing. Like they're sort of an ornament or they're part of like the detailing. But yeah, but yeah I've had pet commissions. I'm like, oh, no. Like, I just, it's so funny. Like, people just want to um, immortalise their pets in in paint or, or mm. drawing form. And I'm just like, no. Just stuff them. Yeah. I feel like it's for particular artists, isn't it? It's yeah, not, not every painter will be able yeah. to. And I just think, you know, to. no. And then also I've had a couple that want black and white. They want black, they basically what? want what I do in black and white. And it's kind of like, I just have to say very politely, like, you know, have you seen my work? Does it's it not look me. like it? You know, and it's like, yeah, I'm just, ha- I just have to say no. I think a couple of years ago, I would have said, yeah, go on then. So I, I was desperate, but no, I, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's just, I, I, you, you know. You found your style and your yeah, niche. Yeah, and it's like, mm. I can't, even if I like, did, I just can't put my name to that really. Cause it's just not, it's yeah. just not what I'm about. Yeah. Anything really weird you've been asked? Um, oh, I've had, I mean, I've had some weird DMs of random people being like, yeah. can you paint me? <gasps> naked Ew. naked i feel like it was from a troll account this okay. was a this was a while ago to be honest with you that's just an excuse to send an unsolicited news oh, yeah you said like yes. one of your french girls yeah i actually haven't had anything that weird in a while but like yeah no just just some strange dms yeah well speaking of strange dms shall we move on to some letters yeah i'm ready i'm 
podcast. Others are available. Others are available. Obviously not as good. <laughs> um, where it's very popular to serve it in a, a, a dirty martini. And I Blue can't and all stop thinking about it. But I think it's a very like New York thing. That okay. sounds unbelievable. Yeah, like, and I mean, I'm not... I, 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 I listen to this podcast, I'm just remembering it Do now. you know which one it is? Yeah. yeah, I think it might have actually come up on a couple though. There's, I think, two different podcasts with two celebrities mentioning it. Well, there we go. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll say who it is after. But We are allowed to mention other podcasts. Yeah, okay. So, Should yeah. I just off say... So is it, it off was, menu? It was off menu, yeah. but then it was also Emily Ratches... Oh, Ratkowski. Yeah, her. Who's just gone for a divorce. Mm. Oh my God. Oh, sorry, that's got a dirty, fact, dirty dog. The fact um, that a man who looks like that can marry and then cheat on Emily Ratkowski proves that it can work. just happen to any of us and men are disgusting. Yeah, sorry, I just, yeah, I, I did want to bring that up actually. I'm, I'm shook off about that. I can't, I can't actually fucking believe but it. But yeah, she talked about it as well on uh, uh, Table Manners. Yeah. Yes. And oh. uh, yeah, Jessie Ware followed me last week. Oh my god! Sorry, Jessie Ware followed me on Instagram. She followed you. I love you, Jessie. Oh my god! People are getting some <laughs> mad followers. Didn't Ben Lippett get followed by Emma, Emma Raducanu? She's followed Lucas for months. Okay, I've really got to mention who's been following me for some time. It's, it's Major Samantha Cameron. No, <laughs> no. You know what? Sam that's who Cam- I. That's who I imagined when I was going to meet you. I oh, thought you were going to be like Sam Cam. Dirty little Essex girl. <laughs> and you were bitterly disappointed. I know my Tory dad is really proud. Uh, big, but, uh, <laughs> she, yeah, she's been following me for ages. She's never, um, I think she liked one of my posts, but um, yeah. She's still following you. I think she is, yeah. Mm. But yeah, sorry, we've gone way off that piece. That is so rogue. Can we keep that in or can we? Should we I think we should. Should we? Should we? Should But yeah, I'm. I, I'm Blue cheese oh, in the olive. This is the thing to go back to that. So I googled it. Wow, they are expensive. To buy them by the jar, you're looking at least forty quid. <gasps> cheese is expensive. Wow. Maybe you self stuff. Well, I was <laughs> contemplating it. Yeah, yeah. we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you've got no other option. You've just got to self-stuffed. <laughs> self-stuffed. Right. I am genuinely going to do that. That's the, the olives, not what the about you? What about you? <laughs> it's only it's only half seven. I've lost it, I'm sorry. Sophie's crying listening. I can't tell if it's tears or if it's just sweat. Oh. Probably a combination of the two. What about, what about you, YB? What do you put in your olives? I generally like an, an olive totally naked, mm. no stuffing involved, just a chunky Pirello Gordau olive, one of my favourite foods in the universe. But I actually spent the weekend away in Devon with some really good friends, one of whom, my host, my good friend Tom, always has these big green olives stuffed with an almond, a oh, single almond in an olive. I'm, and it just offers really nice crunch in there, yeah. kind of bland milkiness and crunch in an olive. I like that. So that's on my mind right now. Yeah. What about you? Anchovies and olives. Yeah, Ooh, always. I've never tried that. I am a big salty salt fan. That's salt on Anything salt. Anything salty, I'm just like, get it in my mouth. Do you oh, like gilders? Have you had a gilder? Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Shut you, it's got very smutty. Yeah, it's God gotten very smutty. It's getting pretty hot in here. <laughs> it is, I'm very Do sweaty. Do you like gilders? Have you had a gilder? What's that? It's, they're these little San Sebastian pinchos where you have an olive, an anchovy, and a pickled chili oh, on a little yeah. skewer. Right and you have that as a little nibble yeah. with a beer. Mm, okay. I'm going to bring some next time I come around. Okay, please do. You'll die. If we get a beer sponsor, that's definitely what we're doing. Yes. Um, okay, perfect. We've put that to rights. Number two, which is actually a question from my mum. Shout oh. out, Nicola. Oh, bless Hi, her. Hi, Nicola. Hi, Nicola. Hi, Nikki. Um, what is the piece of art that has moved you the most? Oh, I feel like I should I should have a really good answer for this, but I really don't. Um, I guess, I think, I, there was a Hockney exhibition in uh-huh. London, probably, I think it was back in 2018. Um, and not a specific painting, but just them in general. I think because they were just, they're just so iconic. Mm-hmm. The, the one I'm thinking of in particular is the, the, God, I can't. It's like the swimming, swimming pool one. And the splash? Like, no, not the biggest no. splash. That's there's actually someone in it, and well, I mean, even that one as well. But like, it, they're just so iconic, mm-hmm. and like to be able to see it in the flesh was just quite 
oh my god and you couldn't get anywhere near them really and I remember they were being really it was at the uh, Tate Britain uh from memory and they were being really funny about taking photos as well really oh. yeah and I just remember just trying to get that kept sucks. getting told off but Quite nice to be able to just be in the moment and immerse yourself in it. Even very you, true. I even mean, though you want to take a picture to remember which one you I loved. Think, yeah, so you can... and the real reason why I was taking a picture because I just want to post it on Instagram. And be like, oh, but I'm like, you know. <laughs> did you wear your Hockney dress? House I of Sunny. Did uh, no, because this was pre House of Sunny Hockney dress. This Whoa. is going back. Yeah, I mean, the time before the Hockney dress. The, yeah. Do you know the dress I'm talking about? I, I do have that dress. dress. I, have to Google it. I know you have. Oh, that that's dress. why you that's said it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll have to Google it. Yeah, Frank looks um, fucking sick in that dress. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, the thing is, I don't know that you can, well, you can see from my own artwork, it, it's all about being fun and playful. You know, I'm not trying to make anyone cry. <laughs> that would be like <laughs> really quite with, alarming. <laughs> You've seen it everywhere, that one Yes, 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 yes. It did go viral. Uh, I think Kendall Jenner wore it. has that dress. And it sold it. out. I just want it's no to be half like price Kendall. actually. Oh, for fuck's sake, it was. I hate <laughs> when they do that; those bloody clothes. But yeah, I think that's my answer. Yeah. What about you, Han? I can't think of any in my life, but I the thing that kind of immediately comes to mind, and I think that yeah, I'm doing a similar thing to you, Frank. I'm just thinking of like what's the most recent. I went to the Francis Bacon exhibition. Oh mm. yes, big fan over here. Um, and I spent about five minutes looking at one painting and I could like hear, I can't remember, it's um, one of those, it's part of a triptych of um, kind of this, it's an orange background and it's this figure that's kind of like obscured underneath this sheet and it's meant to look like um, Mary Magdalene grieving at the cross. And then the third one is just kind of like this creature kind of is looking at you and like screaming at you. And I could like hear it in my head yeah. for five minutes. Ooh. It was really freaking me out. And I had like such an intense Francis connection with that Bacon painting. Bacon will That's get incredible. under your skin. His yeah. paintings are, I mean, they, they do stir a funny thing inside me. There's a me. spookiness. It really yes. is. It's kind of, they're quite harrowing. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, but what, yeah. What about you, Soph? <laughs> I'm going to answer... Um, talking about art in kind of the the very broad sense Everything I'd say that. that the piece of art that has moved me the most is Lemonade by Beyonce mm. it is an iconic album when it first came out I listened to it relentlessly Same. specifically the track All Night I think yeah. is probably the piece yeah. of music that has moved me the most ever Beyonce, mm. this is a but Beyonce it was a work episode. of art because it was she it was every track had a music video it was like yes. a, it was, but it it was, was that a, visual album it was I mean, that it was iconic. It was when I was writing my dissertation at uni that that dropped. And it's oh. very like writing my dissertation. And I feel like a lot of breakups were happening around me. So I was kind of immersing myself in my friends' breakups through Lemonade. I was in my second year. I remember it very clearly. Was, yeah, bloody sunny. I was my 2016. <laughs> but All Night is the kind of resent, redemption song at the end of the album, which is all about forgiveness and like mm. learning to love again. Mm. And to God, that song is so We all hated Jay-Z, didn't we? We did. We did. Still do. Yeah, still do. I do too. I don't forgive you, Jay. Did he do anything? He didn't come out with a public apology, did he? He came out with an album where he was basically like, yeah, I did fucking do it. Soz. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. Do you know who it was meant to be? Becky with Becky with the good hair. hair. Yeah, but do you know who (laughs) Becky with the good hair is? No, who is it? Apparently it's Rita Ora. Shut really? Up. That makes Ooh. a lot of sense. Don't like her. Yeah, I don't, don't never like her. Never likes you her. You never meet someone that says, "Oh, you say like, oh, which what music do you listen to?" They're like, oh, I just love listening to Rita Ora. Cam says this all the time. Who listens to Rita Ora? Who's that music for? Honestly, but also, but what's Taika Waititi seeing her? Yes, that's oh, what is I it over? Is it, I thought they were still seeing. Oh, 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 it's no, over. No, no, oh, no sorry, no, no, sorry, 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 wrong information. Me and Sophie are, are <laughs> excited to end no, our relationships in search of yeah, Taika Waititi. No, no, I think no, they're getting married. Oh wow! No, yeah. no. And I thought he was cool. I thought he was cool. Oh no, no that doesn't make me really sad. Yeah, not fan at all. And our final question for today. Yes, this is probably one for me, actually, isn't it? Yes, it is one for you. Why are pine nuts so expensive? Well, there's a couple of reasons why. Number one, they take bloody ages to grow. The trees take ages to grow. The seeds take a while to mature. You're looking at like 15, 20 years for a tree to grow and then loads more for them to mature. And then the second point is that they actually take a lot of work to harvest. There's You kind of have to hand pick them down and then there's an external shell on every single pine nut that you need to pick off before you sell them. Mm. So it's basically... 
low yield from how long they take to grow and loads and loads of labour that goes into it. Oh, God, I had where, no idea. Where in the world are pine nuts sort of farmed, shall we say? It's an like? excellent question. I feel like... Sorry, they use them spot. a lot in Italy. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. that feels but, like. But they must farm them elsewhere. I, mean, I, like, I feel yeah. like in South America, I was. Got I, if I had to guess, pine nut farms. Right? Yeah, Italy or South America. Yeah, let's have a look. Also, hate to confirm this, but they are in fact engaged. They are. Oh God no! Damn it. He's so funny and sweet. Yeah, I do. I'm a big fan of his. Hunt yeah. for the Wilder People is another piece of art that has moved me greatly. <laughs> <laughs> What We Do in the Shadows, the original film, is one of the yes! funniest films ever. A masterpiece. I have seen that. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah with the vampires. Yeah. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a good film. So United States, Europe and Asia. Very broad. <laughs> so basically most places. Just the, just the three little from. ones Literally then. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Just don't go looking in Africa. Yeah. Otherwise you're good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is all the letters that we have time for. Frank, is there anything that you want to plug? Anything that you want to uh, end on? Just, you know, buy my art if you feel like it. You know, yeah. that, that'd be nice. Uh, no, that's I'm not very good at this sort of thing. So. Give Frank a follow at Frankie Thought. And visit your exhibition. Um, yeah, go see my if you're if you're in Newquay, I think it's on for the majority of September as mm. well. So if you're in the area, go see it. Go check yeah. it out, please. Well, Frankie, thank you so much for coming. Thank on you. So this much. Much. That creme brulee was absolutely amazing. Thank you. As was that wine. Oh. As was the company. As yeah. always. Oh guys, it's been so amazing. So see you next time. And every review left equals one more personal stuffing. <laughs> Oh, what a way to go out. Thank you very much, guys. Bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.